With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Boom, surprise. What you are listening to is the lost, the long lost audio from our live show back on August 25th over on Spotify Green Room. Um, you guys wouldn't believe the hoops I had to go through trying to get this audio. But it was a funny show. Um, it's a little dated. It was our preseason prediction extravaganza with the boneheads. Uh, so, you know, if you don't want to hear everyone getting all excited about the season, you can feel free to skip it. We will have another live show dropping tomorrow. But I thought, what the hell, let's keep the streak of uh, having one show a weekday going for a whole nother week. So I guess technically Blitz Month is now Blitz Months. Um but hey, enjoy the show if you want to. It's the Boneheads having a wet, wild, and crazy time. And we'll see you for a regular regular scheduled show tomorrow, Friday, uh, which is the Bonehead Preview of Southern Illinois. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. Boom, the boys are back, and it is another Spotify green room live show and this is a special one this is going to be one of our last episodes of the year where we're not talking about some sort of k-state game that's right from here on out outside of the bye week every single spotify green room we're going to have cats k-state football or basketball to talk about on green room basically all the way up until March, and boy, does it feel good. And it's also going to be a fun night because this is going to be our first ever bonehead prediction extravaganza where the boneheads will get to go on the record choosing all the answers and predictions to all the bone or all the blitz month prediction questions. It's going to be a fun one. We are going to go as late as we need to until we run out of boneheads who want to give their prediction. It's going to be a fun one. And guys, I'm just I'm just so excited. I'm over the moon. I'm going to ramble for a couple more minutes. I just want to say thank you to all the boneheads who have been rocking with us all offseason. I want to thank everyone who has been downloading our shows during Blitz Month. Uh, it is our most downloaded month in the Art 19 era of Bosco's Boys. It's been amazing. I'm so pumped for the season. And honestly, I can't wait for you guys to listen to the predictions episode on Monday because I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I think that 
I am going to probably look either very smart or very dumb by the end of the season. It's amazing. I've cracked a couple beers. I'm ready to get this show going. Again, every single Bosco's Boys show is sponsored by Spotify Green Room. All football season long, we are going live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. All right, I'm going to bring Grant up on the stage. I don't know how long Grant will be here. This is going to be an awesome episode because, quite frankly, we don't really have to do much. Um, I'm, I'm going to be giving the folks all the questions that we've had all of our experts answer. Grant, before we start bringing folks up on stage to get their predictions, what is your favorite question amongst the Blitz Month question? What question are you most looking forward to hearing the Boneheads answer? I'll have to touch base with you in a sec. Okay. Well, we Grant will have to touch base with us in a second. We're going to bring our first Bonehead up for predictions. I'm going to try to do it one at a time and give everyone as big a platform as they can instead of bouncing around like we typically do. I'm going to try to get my dog inside. Hey, come here. Come on. So I don't have to deal with what could possibly be a massive issue. Uh, and I also need Grant to kind of talk as soon as he can so I can also then tweet out the link. Uh, but he's still muted. All right, let's, let, let's get this out there and then let's bring our first bonehead up here. Let me get the tweet. Thank you to everyone who has been bearing with me as I ramble. This is a longer ramble than usual. But it's going to be a fun night on Green Room regardless. Who knows? Maybe even that random South Carolina guy who's now become a K-State fan will decide to uh, join up with us. Who knows? All right. Well, since Grant is still muted, uh, that's going to just be it. We are going with the good chef is going to be the first one. Again, I'm going to bring everyone up one at a time. I just, uh, chef, I just tried to bring you up there. You accept Hopefully we can get it going. Chef is in the house. Yes, sir. Let's the, do it, baby. The good chef. I'm first going to ask. I'm going to go a little rogue. Instead of go rogue, baby. It. Let's uh, do it. Off season's over. What has been like your favorite part about the off season? Is there anything good? Man, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say the roller coaster ride. I mean, we were all we were all in on you know the nil being the the storyline of the off season, we were saying how could we compete with all this? How could we compete with Bama and Ohio State money? And and now we don't even think about that anymore. Now we're just looking at Skylar Thompson on Instagram flaunting Broncos and shit like that. I mean, we love that, but how we took the, how that took the back burner, conference realignment, everything's going down crazy, and we're still hyped for the season. We're still hyped for the Big Twelve, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I, I'm I'm over the moon, pumped up for it. So let's just get into it. The very first question, and again, I think I've said this to every single guest that I've executed a Blitzmont show. The follow-up to this one is a lot tougher than the actual one. Who is going to be your offensive MVP? I mean, when you took out Skyler, when you took out well, Deuce. Well, I, so here, I, here's, I, the, here's the thing, Chef. Here's the thing. You haven't been listening closely enough because I leave it open-ended and then I do the follow-up. 
Oh, I know, I know. I, I don't want I don't want any of those because I think a lot of the heavy lifting this year is going to be done by the offensive line. I think our offensive line is going to be elite. I think our offensive line is going to be number one, and I'm going to take them as a collective unit as the MVP leaving gaping holes for any running back, any quarterback, because we're going to play Will Howard. I think they're going to leave gaping holes and protection for all our skill players. Okay, so if, if I, who's going to be the MVP of the offensive line if you're going to, if you're going to do the cop-out and take them all? <laughs> a double cop-out. I went cop-out, cop-out. I'm going to go – I guess you're going to go with the anchor. He can play every position, Cooper BB. I think he's our best offensive lineman. He's raved about – he's still technically, I think, a freshman – and he's got he's got strong genes. Obviously, his brother is going to be here, I think, pretty soon if he commits. But I think he's going to be the anchor for our offensive line. He, no offense to Noah Johnson as a captain, but I think Cooper BB is our as our star offensive lineman, left tackle. I love it. Just so the people are ready, we after you we're going to go Dylan, then we're going to go Casey after Dylan, just so folks can prepare. All right. So who's going to be your defensive MVP? I'm going to take. I mean, the, he needs to step up big. Daniel Green at the linebacker linebacker position, he's our – I mean, that's our biggest weakness on our defense, I think. We've got limited depth. We need star power at that position. And Daniel Green's got the pedigree, four-star, out of high school, been in the system longer than anybody on the team. I think Daniel Green's going to be our star on defense – with that linebacker core, and it's going to help our defense immensely. All right, the next one, young breakout player on offense, freshman or sophomore who's yet to make a major impact on the field. I'm going to take – we'll see how I'm first. I'm going to take the answer that everybody I think is going to take. I think it's going to be Keenan Garber. Our off, our, if our offensive line is our star, then our quarterback, then we got Deuce. I think we need help at the receiver room. Malik Knowles – Somewhat inconsistent, Keenan Garber in the slot, taking some relief off of Phillip Brooks when he's on punt return duty. And I think he's going to get a lot of touches in that jet sweep, a lot of shots down the field using that blazing speed. I think Keenan Garber is going to be our guy on breaking out. I think there's a handful of good answers there. I bet you you're not going to be alone in predicting Keenan Garbinger. So let's switch over to the defensive side. Who's going to be your defensive young impact player of the year? And and seeing how I used seeing how I used Keenan Garber on offense, I'm going to go with another Keenan, and he's going to help with depth behind Daniel Green, who's going to be our defensive MVP. I think it's going to be Keenan Gaskins. He's been talked about. Maybe even being with those second linebackers, if Austin Moore or a uh, Nick Allen don't step up as they should, being in that backup role. But I think Keenan Gaskins can get it done. Kansas kid, fast, undersized, but I think he can get it done. Yeah, he's actually been getting a lot of love in the last couple weeks in the press conferences. He's now on my radar. Like that pick. All right, now let's get into the real moneymaker questions. What is going to be oh, the pendulum oh, game shit. of the year? And this is another that's – a, that's a tricky question because it could go either way. depends on how good our season is. It could be how bad our season is going. And I think for every answer, I think it's tech because if our season is going downhill fast with 
three of the toughest games in conference. Our first three games, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State. I think Tech is a needed win. Even if we're rolling, so let's say we forgot, let's say we're undefeated or we only have one loss. If we get that Tech win, then we've got three of the four games that we won last year right behind Tech. Tech, TCU, KU. If we get Tech, we can keep it rolling. And if we beat Tech when we're struggling, it could turn around our season and maybe get us bowl eligible. That's what right. I, I think Tech is important. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, especially when you lay it out like that. Okay, here here is the money question. What is Case's record this year? I'm gonna go nine and three. I'm gonna go nine and three, and I've been saying it since we, we, we do we did the records earlier, a long time ago before all the realignment, all the other news took over these green room things. I think we're gonna go nine and three and we're gonna be nine and two going into that last week with a nine and two Texas on Black Friday and we take the L and we miss out on a double shot at Arlington and it's going to break a lot of hearts. Okay, who is playing in Arlington then? Who's playing the Big 12 championship game? It's going to be a rematch between Texas and OU. For right. their river. Final, qu- final question as the inaugural bonehead as part of the uh, bonehead question or predictions extravaganza. Who is Casey sharing a conference with next year? Well, I'm, I think I think it's going to get a little dicey for OU and Texas leaving, so I think they'll still be in conference. But if if they somehow get out of it, um, my realistic answer is that we all stick together and we bring in Cincinnati. We raid that American, but my heart, my heart, wants us to go to the Sun Belt, Sun Belt 16. Oh, I, I know it is. And, Chef, thank you for being the first bonehead to hop up here. Mute your mic. You can stay up on stage if you want for a bit. We'll, we'll definitely rotate you out as the night goes on. Uh, I was going to have Dylan next, but he hasn't accepted the invite to come up on stage. But my guy, Casey Wright, has. Uh, Casey, you're up. We're going to go Mike after you and then maybe Dylan uh, if he can figure it out, and otherwise we're going to figure out who's, uh, you know, in the hole after you. But we're going to start with you. Who is going to be your offensive MVP? Uh, the answer's Skyler for me, but if it's not going to be Skyler, I'll go Joe Irvin. I mean, we're hearing a lot of good stuff about him. He didn't play at all last year, so he definitely fell off the radar. And I think Deuce is obviously still going to be great, but I think we're just going to see a lot of Joe, and he's going to be – uh, I don't know. I think uh, I'm not going to say Deuce is going to go unnoticed or won't live up to the hype, but I think we're going to be surprised and very happy with how Joe looks this year. And he's going to get used a lot. All right. I like it. I like it. So who's going to be your defensive MVP then? Timmy Horn. I got to say, I was uh, very impressed, surprised, whatever the word words are that he got voted captain as a new transfer. That's, that's really impressive and he's huge. And if he got voted captain, I just think that means great things. He may, it may not always show up on the stat sheet, but having that big dude in the middle uh, really um, messes with offenses. So I think he's going to be the MVP. Also, he's a man after my own heart turning around and uh, asking the media. Yeah. That was obscure good. questions. All right. So, I think I think we know what it is based on who you said your offensive MVP outside of Skyler and Deuce is going to be. 
uh, young breakout player on offense. Is anyone going to overpass Joe Irvin since you already put a pretty high honor on him? No, not going to pass him, but and this may be a little spin on the question, but I think we're going to look at DJ Giddens after the season the same way we looked at Mike McCoy after his freshman year where he gets a few plays maybe and uh, he, he may not play more than four games and he'll still redshirt, but he's going to get some plays at the end of games. Maybe hopefully when we're winning and people are going to say, look out for that dude. Uh, he's, he's a future star. I love it. I love it. Okay. So defensive young breakout player, who do you have on the defensive side of the ball? All right. So this guy, Nate Matlack, he signed a year or two ago and he, he released a bunch of videos on like social media where he was, he was just jumping out of the gym. And I think that true athletic ability is going to come out. It sounds like it's already coming out because they, they added some poundage to him. Um, so he's, he's fast. He's got some, some bounce to him. I think he's going to be the breakout star on defense. All right. At the and end. That, yep. All right. Now, now uh, I've said it a few times. This is my favorite question to ask during the entire blitz week or blitz blitz month series. And I'm sure everyone listening back to this, is going to get tired of me saying this, but what is your pendulum game of the year? What could swing it towards being a great season if we win and a bad season if we lose? I'm going to Oklahoma State. It's the first conference game. It's on the road. And if we – I just feel like – because I think we're going to go 3-0 non-con. It might be tough, but I think we'll go 3-0. If we go out and lose at Oklahoma State, we got to come home and play Iowa State and OU. And I, I, I still think we could win one or two of those, but it's really going to feel like we're going to start 0-3 in conference. Uh, that week after we, if we lose to Oklahoma State, so if we beat Oklahoma State, we're gonna have all, we're gonna have a ton of momentum, and we're gonna be feeling really good about ourselves, and it could blossom into something special. So I'm choosing that game. Low key might be a uh, college game day game if we're four and zero, and Oklahoma's come to town, except for you know ESPN wants us yeah. to die. Yeah, you know so, what I have to say. I mean, about. Yeah, I know. I, I I hear you there. Okay, what is K State's record going to be? This is your official prediction. I'll be boring. Eight and four. All righty. And then who's playing the Big 12 championship game? Also boring. Sports tend to not surprise me that much. So Iowa State, OU with OU. All right. Playing it easy. And then who all is K-State sharing a conference with next <laughs> football season? It's going to be the exact same as, as it is this year. I think it's going to drag out for at least another year. All right. I love it. I love it. Thank you, KC. Mute yourself. You can stay up on stage for a little bit if you want to heckle anyone. Sounds um, good. Otherwise, you can hop off, listen from the stage. We're going with Mike. This is going to be the uh, last call for Dylan if, if you want to accept your invite or request to come up. Otherwise, we're going to have to move past you. Uh, we got Mike coming up next. And then uh, let's go. We'll go Nathan on deck behind Mike. Uh, so, Mike, Cali Mike, because you never know how many mics are going to join. Uh, who's going to be your offensive MVP? Uh, I am going in on Malik Knowles this year. I think he's going to finally live up to the hype, and Skyler's going to be on point with the uh, passing game. Malik's going to tear it up. So is that your answer to the follow-up, or do you think he surpasses even Skyler and Deuce? Uh, sorry, the follow-up. Yeah, so so – the way I've been asking the question is who's offensive MVP. I leave it open ended. And then I do the follow-up. If it's not Skylar Deuce, who is it? Oh, I gotcha. Well, yeah, I came in late. So I, I guess I missed on that. No, you're, uh, you're fine. My man. Yeah. No one has any reason to apologize tonight. Unless Mike Smith gets involved. Then he probably has to apologize for everything he does. 
but no. Uh, so if you're gonna go, Scott, so Malik is your number three. Who who would you go with, Skylar or Deuce between those two? Uh, or again, Chef said straight up, uh, Cooper Beebe over everyone. So I mean, you could be bold and just rock with Malik Knowles. I'm not gonna hold it against you. Yeah, no. Um, I I would like to be bold, but I'm not gonna be. I think Skylar is probably one number one, and then uh, Malik if it's not Skylar or Deuce. All right, perfect. Now. Question goes over to the defense. There will be no follow-up for this one. Who is going to be the defensive MVP? That's going to be Khalid Duke. All right. I, I love it. I love it. All right, now let's get into the young breakout players, freshman or sophomore, yet to make a major impact. Who are you going with on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, so I'm, I'm going all in again on the receiving core. I'm going to go Garcia. Ooh, going go with my guy, RJ Garcia. I love it. Who are you going with on defense? Uh, defense, that one's a little bit more difficult for me. Um, damn, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe Trey Krause, possibly. He's, I like he's a freshman, but yeah, we'll see what he does too. in the defensive backfield. Definitely. He might make an impact on special teams as well. All right, and then we're getting into the meat of it. What is your pendulum game of the year? Uh, pendulum game, I'm thinking, actually is going to come down to uh, Iowa State. Because basically, you know, just to give a little bit up here, I didn't, uh, I don't see us beating Oklahoma this year in my predictions, but, you know, I think we win those first four games and then, you know, lost to Oklahoma and then Iowa State, Depending on that, how that one comes out, it's going to dictate the rest of that season. I love it, especially if we're going to that game at four and one. What is your official prediction for that? For the uh, season, for the full season, full going, season, full record. I'm going nine and three. Nine and three. I like it. I like it. And then the final or last two questions: Who's playing in Arlington for the conference title? Uh, it's going to be Oklahoma K State. Whoo! I like where your head's at, Mike. And then finally, who are we sharing a conference with next season? Uh, that's going to be the Pac-12. Or Whoa! 16. All right. All right. Buying into it, uh, Weinstedt, you know, whatever that goofy dude's name, or J-Boy, depending on who your ultimate source is. I love it. Thank you for it. You can stay on stage for a bit if you want to heckle anyone, or uh, you can hop off. doesn't matter. Uh, Cole? I see you, Cole Hager, I see you in the chat. You're going to have to give me a prediction on if Piles comes to uh, Manhattan this year. We're going to go with my guy, Nathan Edwards. Uh, Big fan of Nathan because he sent me a bunch of beer from the Northeast. I had one just today. Nathan, how are you doing this evening? Doing great, Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing better after having that uh, peach double IPA. Um, so, you know, you know, I'm feeling good. So let's hop into these questions. So no restrictions. Who's going to be your offensive MVP this year? I think this was a pretty easy one. I think as long as Skyler doesn't end up injured again, it'll be in, end up being him. Okay, so Skyler like Thompson. It. All right. So outside of Skyler and Deuce, who is your dark horse bet to be the offensive MVP? Uh, I think it's the, the new tight end, uh, Matter Bebe. Uh, there you I've, go. I've heard a lot of people saying Imater Bebe, so I'm I'm still learning that one. 
I'm going with a matter baby. Um, I think, I don't, I don't know if that's right. I think it's closer than I ever thought I was going to get, or I'll just call him baby. <laughs> um, so the, I, I like their Danny. I all sorts of fun stuff. You could call them. Who's going to be your defensive MVP. Uh, this one's a lot tougher. I, I think I might go echo, uh, echo Island. Just, uh, the thought process being that no one's going to throw to Julius Brent's. Uh, so then we got Echo getting a few interceptions on the other side. I like where your head's at right there. I like where your head's at right there. Okay, let's go down to the young breakout players. Who's going to be your young breakout player on offense? Uh, I, I don't know if this counts. I hope Joe Irvin. Uh, that I'd 100% love to see him. Counts. 100% yeah, that, counts. that storyline of at, opting out but then still coming to the same team. Uh, and then coming back and being successful would be really awesome to see. All right, let's flip it to the other side of the ball. Who do you have as your defensive young player breakout of the year? Uh, for me, I'm really rooting for uh, Felix Anadike. I think King it sounds Felix. like he might be. Yeah, I think it sounds like he might be a beast coming up. Yeah, I whether or not it's this year where he like truly breaks out, I think he's going to have you know one of these you know top fifteen type defensive end years like single season years for k-state before it's all said and done so i like i like that pick um let's get into it what's your pendulum game of the year uh i want to i think the easy choice is oklahoma state um but i i mean i really think it might be that nevada game because if we if we lose that we're seeing uh two and four start potentially so i think that could be rough yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Don't bring up the Nevada game around Grant. Grant is tired of hearing about that. Uh, but what <laughs> what what is what is K State's final record? Uh, I could. I'm going nine and three. Optimistically, I'm hoping for ten and two. Yep. All right. And then is that enough to get us in the Big Twelve championship game? If not, who's playing in Arlington? Uh, I'm going to be boring, and I hate it. But I think it might be Ohio State and Oklahoma. Ohio State, are we saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Iowa State. Uh, I'm just I giving really... you shit. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just giving you shit. I, I appreciate it. And, and then final question, who is K-State sharing a conference with this or next season? I think it's going to be the same teams. I think uh, the way the winds seem to be blowing, that Texas and OU might be here for one more year. All right. I love it. You can stay up on stage or hop off or mute so you can heckle. Uh, you do whatever you want. Eventually, we'll start, start kicking some folks off. Um, I don't know if Dylan's back, so we're going to have to move past him. I'm going to bring up Chuck, and I'm going to bring up my guy, Evan, and then I'm going to bring up Hayes. That is the order we're going to go when we're going to go Chuck, Evan, and Hayes. Uh, we're going to go Chuck first, Chuck. Who is going to be the offensive MVP this year? Um, I'll go with Skyler. I mean, I think last year showed how valuable he is to the program. So I'll go with Skyler, obviously. I mean, it's the easy answer. Uh, all right, the follow-up, if it's not Skyler, Skyler or Deuce, who is going to be the Dark Horse MVP? I'll take the tight end, too, from USC. I, you're not, I mean, you're not going to try it? I, I think Evan put the pronunciation in the chat. I am not going to try it. I think, but I just think, I mean, Kleiman loves his tight ends and the way our offense is set up. So I feel confident in that. I mean, I don't, I think there's a lot of question marks at wide receivers still, obviously. All right. Who's going to be your defensive MVP? I honestly 
Um, I don't, I honestly don't know enough. Um, so you can skip this question. I, I'm going to go with who, I'm going to go with like, I think whoever's playing cornerback is the most important position on the field right now. And this like iteration of football. So yes, I'll say that. Okay. I, I we'll, we'll go with cornerbacks. So who's going to be your young breakout player on offense? Um, we'll go with RJ Garcia. I like, I like him. I mean, he seems everybody seems he seems to be all the rage, so so we'll go with him. You know, I I don't know if Drew Galloway of K State Online's in the chat. He he claims to be the first guy to really champion him. I I think amongst the boring basic fans, I was the first one. So <laughs> uh, I'm gonna claim that mantle since he's not here. All right, uh, defensive young impact player. Just Can say, I just uh, say Stubby? No, because he's old. But you can say T. Denson. He's a young cornerback, so that kind okay. of fits in with what you want. I'll say that then, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think um, either corner or nickelback is, like, by far, I think, the most important position. So, yes. All right, perfect. So now we're going to go with what is your pendulum game of the year? I think it's Stanford. I mean, I think um, I think Stanford kind of has that, like, Miami 2011 type importance where, like, if we lose that game, like – I think it's like a program defining game. I think Stanford is the same way. Like winning that like first big game can really give a team confidence, I think. And losing it obviously I think just kind of makes everybody question what they're doing and everything. So yeah, I think it's Stanford. All right. What is K State's record this year? I'm going ten and two. Hell I'm yeah, this is what I like to hear. Bold. I mean I just I don't know. I think with Skyler, I think our offense is gonna be very like greatly improved, and I just I don't know. I think um, Kleiman is maybe the third best coach in the league, maybe second after Riley. So um, yeah, let's go. So ten and two. I'm assuming that puts us in Arlington for the Big Twelve Championship game. It does. Um, I think it's us and OU. I mean, I think OU probably handles us both games, but that's fine. I mean, there's a there's a huge gap between OU and the rest of the. Um, the conference, so it is what it is. All right, and then 2022, we have we have asked this. I think you've been in a million different of these live shows about this. Who are we sharing the conference with next year? So it's the it's the the fellow eight balls, and then um, I think it, I think we add Air Force and Navy as football only school, schools, and I think we go with BYU. And Cincinnati is all um, all sports members of whatever, whatever the new conference is. Wow, this is the first time I've heard service academies brought up. All right, Chuck. And then uh, that's all we got from you. Thanks for hopping on and getting on the record. You're better than Dylan, who has gone completely missing. So you can now give him shit for dropping off. All right, now we're going to go to Evan D. Shanelanelak. Then we're going to go to Hayes. Evan, my man, how are you, and who's going to be the offensive MVP? I'm doing great, Scott. Uh, for offensive MVP, I'm going to go with Skylar Thompson. Okay, you know the follow-up. If Outside of Skylar and Deuce, who's going to be the next guy up? I, I think it's going to be Malik Knowles. I think he's going to stay healthy this year, and um, it's going to have a big impact. All right, that that's what I like to hear. Also, for anyone uh, listening in, Derek Young is – out in the room so if you want to ask him random questions in the chat and try to get inside information you have my you have my permission 
to bug the shit out of Derek Young of K-State Online. Uh, fun fact, he his episode of Blitz Month will be dropping on Friday. We might get him up here, just ask a couple random questions to break it up, but we'll keep it going. Who's going to be your defensive MVP? Um, I think it's going to be Timmy Horn. Um, I think being a captain in his first year after transferring is huge, and it shows that he's got a he's going to do great this year. So, yep i i am I'm all in on him. He has the greatest smile in the history of college football. Who is going to be your defense or your offensive young breakout player? Um, I think this one counts. Uh, Tyrone Howell, since yeah. he's technically a sophomore. He is technically a sophomore. I'm going to allow it, and I love the answer. All right. Then who's going to be your young breakout player on defense? Uh, I'm going with Amaris Brown on that, uh, taking over the nickel role for A.J. Parker. I think he's going to do well there if he's already winning that job. Dude, I I tell you what, if if Amaris Brown is the starting nickel and contributes, that's going to be one of the greatest uh, kind of rags to riches stories ever. I was – very uh i was ready to write him off so I, I i would love that to be true okay what is your pendulum game of the year um i'm gonna go with iowa state on that one uh i think i believe this is true that k-state has only gone to a bowl game once in a year that they lost to iowa state um oh, so wow. i think uh it's a pretty important one to uh in terms of the whole season I I one hundred percent agree with you. That's great. I, I wonder if I, I wonder if folks uh, are going to stat check or stat check you. I, I bet you that's right. That sounds about right because you know we we used to like beat them like a drum. I think we're going to get back to it too. Spoiler for the predictions episode next Monday. Um, what is K State's record going to be? Um, I'm feeling pretty bullish, so let's just go with uh, ten and two. My goodness, we have all <laughs> sorts of ten and twos tonight. And I'm guessing, I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed, you're another person who has us playing in Arlington. Is that true? Uh, yeah. I'm going to take us and OU. I love it. I love it. Do we beat them? Are you, are you going to be the first to predict the K-State Big 12 championship? I unfortunately do not. I think we beat them in Manhattan, but then lose in Arlington. Whoa. All right. I, I love where your head's at, Evan. Then a less fun question to end it. Who are we sharing a conference with next year? Um, I think it's just going to stay the same next year and then change after that. So nothing too different. Good deal. Thanks for hopping on. Uh, Now we are going to have uh, Hayes coming up. We're going to have Cole on deck. And then we're going to have Ben in the hole if we're using some uh, baseball analogies. So we're we're going to Hayes. Hayes, first off, how are you doing? And who's your offensive MVP going to be? I am doing great. Uh, my offensive MVP, I'm just going to go easy and say Deuce Vaughn, obviously. He's going to get at least 15, maybe 20 carries a game and five to ten receptions a game. And I'm going to keep tooting the horn that I don't want him to be limited. I want him to get as much as he can because he, until he shows that he's injury prone, in my mind, he's not. All right. I love it. I love it. Outside of Deuce and Skyler, who's going to be the uh... – third horseman on the offense i'm gonna go malik um he seems like a pretty popular other answer but he will and should be really good this season uh nobody other than malik can stretch a defense um 
that's something that we really saw last year and the year before for that matter, that if he's not a, uh, ready and able, defense is just pack nine in the box and we're pretty much screwed. And the only reason we had any success last year was Deuce because he can make nine people miss. So right. I think that he is definitely the offensive MVP other than that. Okay, who's going to be your defensive MVP? I'm going to go with Echo, uh, Echo Island. I honestly don't think that even if he does as good as I think he'll do, he won't be regarded as it by the fans because no one's going to throw to him. Um, I keep hearing everyone saying that no one's going to throw Brintz's side, but I don't know if they watched last season. Uh, I think that Brintz is going to sort of be like a gardener that they're forced to throw at and gets a lot of picks, and Echo is going to actually be the guy that no one throws to. All right, I like it. Who's going to be your young breakout player on offense? I'm going with Tyrone Howe, um, if that counts also. he uh, I, I'm not huge on Sebastian Taylor, and the rest of the receivers have pretty much the same mold as being a basically a slot receiver that we're forced to put into a wide-out role. Um, yeah, I yep. think if – Go Sorry, ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, we're we're going to count Hal because he is coming in with uh, sophomore eligibility. Okay, um, but I think Hal could fill the role that we all wish Sebastian Taylor could be. Could be the tall guy to get some moss catches over people and just be a possession guy at the goal line. Um, so yeah, I think he could be a big helper there. Awesome. Also, shout out to Gra- Grant Flanders also in the chat. So if anyone wants to bug him with basketball questions, maybe you could get him to answer that as well. Okay, so who is going to be your defensive young impact player of the year? I'm going to go Nate Matlack. Uh, He's been getting quite a bit of buzz um, from the coaches and interviews and stuff lately. And frankly, I was trying to think of uh, freshman or sophomore defensive players. I couldn't think of too many. Uh, We just have so many transfers, and they're all older and a lot of experience, so. I'm going to go with Matlack. All right. Now, here, here's the question of all questions. I love asking it. What's your pendulum game of the year? Uh, please don't find me and hurt me, Grant, but I'm going to go with Nevada. Um, I think that Stanford, they're just bad. I, I don't know why we're talking so much about that game. They have their over-unders three and a half. I just don't think they're that good. I think we'll win easily. Um, and also, I know Oklahoma State's a popular option, but – I also think they'll be a pretty big disappointment, so that's why I didn't go with them. But losing to Nevada could mean that we are worse than Oklahoma State. and We go 0-4 there. And even though the schedule lightens up after that, we may just lose all momentum and just go on a terrible skid. All right, so you're trashing Stanford. You're trashing Oklahoma State. I, I, I have to ask you your official prediction. I would imagine you have us starting off 4-0. What's the full prediction? I have us going 8-4. and four. Um, I think we lose to OU. They're just way too good. They're going to win the championship. Uh, we also lose to Texas because I think I'm higher on Texas than anyone that's not a Longhorn fan. Um, and then I add in TCU and then some letdown somewhere because that just always happens to us. I went with Baylor, but I'm not exactly sure who it'll be. Somebody will. All right. So it sounds like you have Oklahoma in the championship game. Who are they playing? I've been playing Texas. Um, Again, I think they're going to be really good. Iowa State's going to be fine. Um, Texas is just going to be – their running game could be the best in the country with B. John Robinson and their incredible O-line. They've got a solid receiving core, two capable quarterbacks. We'll see which one they choose. 
Um, and then their defense just added one of the best DCs, uh, like pickups in the nation, along with a bunch of transfers. I think they'll actually be pretty good. All right. And then who is K-State sharing a conference with next year? I don't think anything's going to happen next year. Uh, just a mix of paperwork and whatever mumbo-jumbo to get figured out because you can't switch a conference in, like, July and then be in there in the following football season. I just feel like that's too short of a leash. So Perfect. I think we'll be the same. And then after that, we're going to add some hopefully American teams, somebody be a solidified fifth-best conference. Well, I'm going to say this right now. I think everyone in the world is giving the Pac-12 far too much credit just saying add some American teams and we would be the fourth be- or fifth best conference. But that's just me. Hayes, thank you for joining. You can stay on. You can hop off, do whatever. But we appreciate you being a green room staple all off season long. We're going with my guy, Cole. We're going with Ben. And then we're finally going to get Dylan. Dylan's in the hole. Ben is on deck. But my guy, Cole, who's been bringing the dick heat all summer long in the live shows. Cole, who's going to be your offensive MVP? All right. Uh, I just got to go with Skyler. Um, just a 60-year senior quarterback. I don't know. That happens maybe once a century. Um, so I think Skyler alone uh, gets us to six wins uh, if you take out everything else. All right. And then who's going to be after Skyler and after assuming Deuce? Who is going to be your third horseman of the offense? Yeah, I think we're going to be queuing up Hurricane Chris all season long, A-Bay Bay, bumping on the surround sound. Um, I'm not Bay Bay, E-Matter Bay Bay. I don't know if I said that right, but that's my pick uh, after Skyler and Deuce. All right, I like it. Who's going to be your defensive MVP? <clears throat> and for the defense, I feel like I just have to go with my personal favorite player, your favorite player's favorite player, my mom's favorite player, Stubby, the sauce boss, the legend. Uh, I think it just brings some swagger to the field that we haven't had on our defense for a while. So I'm looking forward to seeing him light some people up. Honestly, the sauce boss is amazing. I was calling him Stubby, the legend, but I might have to co-op the sauce boss. That is amazing. Um, Who is your offensive young breakout player going to be? Um, I got to go with Speedy Joe Irvin. I think uh, just I've heard so many good things about him that I have a hard time not picking him. Um, you know, when he sat out last year, I was kind of worried that he was going to end up transferring. Um, so I think K-State fans are going to be really happy with what he brings to the table this year. All right. Defensive young breakout player. Who do you got? Um, I'm thinking T. Denson. Um, you know, I was pretty – I remember seeing him commit. I don't even remember what year that was, but I know he played a little bit last year, and he kind of looked pretty good. Wasn't, you know, necessarily a liability when he was in the game as a true freshman. So I'm looking looking for him to have a good year. Scott's on mute. What's up, Fuck next? me. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, here I, because I, I was walking outside to try to get Chauncey back inside, and the cicadas are going. I'm back inside now. I'm sorry. All I was saying is I'm a big T. Denson guy, and that you and I both have been fans of the Georgia boys, him and TJ, ever since oh, they yeah. committed. So, 
fan of that. Okay, let's move on to what is the pendulum game of the year going to be for you? You know, I think maybe this game is a week and a half away, so I'm having a hard time picking another game, but I just got to say Stanford. I mean, it's been a while since we've won a football game. The players deserve it. The coaches deserve it. The fans deserve it. And I think if we lose Stanford, that home opener is going to have a lot different of a feeling. You know, refill the bill is going to be – they may be selling – $2 $2 tickets at high V if we lose that game. So I just, I just have to say Stanford. I don't know. All right. And then what is K-State's record going to be next year or this year, this season? When I was looking at the schedule, I really wanted to say nine and three, but I was really just having a hard time picking a game that I thought we would lose. So I'm going to have to go 10 and two, 10 and two. All right. I am loving the energy the Boneheads are bringing to the show today. So, 10-2, and two, is that another Big 12 championship appearance being predicted in the show today? Uh, yeah, so that's an Arlington appearance. We're going to go 2-0 and o, uh, in Arlington this year. Whoa, so we, we have our first prediction of Big 12 champions. So, we're going to be 11-2. and two. Probably my guess, unless something wild happens, going to the Sugar Bowl. I don't know if you can get a two-loss team in the playoff with that resume. But I love that energy. What's your prediction conference-wise next season? Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be different? What's it looking like? Um, it's so hard. I mean, I don't even know what's real anymore. I don't even know if it's college football even real. So I'm going to just have to say we're going to be playing the same conference next year. Nothing crazy is going to happen. I mean, we saw this Best Friends Forever Alliance come out this week. That literally means nothing. So I don't, I don't see any big changes happening. All right. I love it. Thank you for hopping on. Now we got my guy, Ben. Then we're going to finally get the long-awaited Dylan Sawyer appearance. And then in the hole, we got Joel, which I'm sure he's heard that a time or two. Ben, <laughs> how are you? What's and, up? Uh, what's your offensive MVP, my friend? I'm good. Um, yeah, thanks for having us on, man. This is awesome. Um, I'm going to go with um, Skyler for, you know, um, the, the obvious pick, but then um, the uh, the other offensive player that I think and others have stated him, but he matter, baby. I think being a tight end, being in Kleiman's offense, uh, and just his freak athletic ability, I mean, he, he just pops – he stands out as – a big threat. So, um, and if, if Skylar Thompson's having a great year and he doesn't get it, he doesn't get the team MVP, then I'm thinking it matter. Baby has a monster season. I love it. Let's flip to the defensive side of the ball. Who's going to be the defensive MVP this season? Um, so I think playing against these high powered big 12 offenses, Julius Brent's man. I mean, our, our star cornerback there is going to have a, Huge season for us, as many of us expect. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going with Brantz all the way. All right. I like it. I, honestly, I think – oh, man, we haven't had nearly as many Julius Brents answers tonight as I thought we were going to. So I'm glad he's yeah. starting to get in here. Um, so who's going to be your offensive young breakout player of the year? I'm going with my Junction City boy, DJ Giddens. Um, you know, everybody's talking about Deuce and rightly so. And, and, you know, even, even Joe Irvin, but I think Giddens comes in there and just 
makes us salivate for what's what's coming up the shoot. So he's going to be awesome. Um, Man, I, I tell you what, I again, I, I've said it on my on the show because my brother teaches there and actually yeah. coaches soccer and basketball. Good friend of the show, Jimmy, a.k.a. Casey underscore fan, yes. football coach. Yes. I have all of a sudden, Junction City, I, I've, for, I've forsaken my own Washburn Rule Junior Blues. Junction City has been my <laughs> squad. So uh, nice. I, I've seen I've seen some DJ gigs. I'm getting really pumped for him. So I, I'm glad he's getting a little bit more love tonight. I think this is the second time he's been brought up. Yeah. Who's going to be the young defensive breakout player of the year? I'm going defensive line, going Damian. Is it Ilalio? Is that, I is have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no so, idea. You know, I uh, think I D-Y think he's come in. in the chat. Tell us how tell us how to uh pronounce that in the chat. I think he's gonna just come in. I mean, that's what we've already got a pretty impressive defensive front, but you know, he's not gonna play a lot, but I think what we see of him is gonna be, you know, again, kind of another um just getting fans excited for what his future is going to be. I think he's just, he, he's got strength. Um, and so anyways, yeah, I think people are going to be excited about his future. All right. I love it. All right. Let's get to it. Pendulum game of the year. What do you got? Okay. So I've got us going into ISU sitting at a two and three record. Um, oh, no. And so ISU in Manhattan for me is the biggest thing because then I have us basically, if we beat ISU, I see six wins all in a row right there um, leading up to Texas with, with, with a loss, uh, final loss of the season. But, yeah, ISU's got to be it um, from that point on. Okay, so what's your final record? I'm going to go eight and four. So, so you have – oh, my gosh. So you have us going two and three and then eight and four. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, goodness. So, like I said, so we're going we're gonna, to – I predict we'll lose to Stanford. It'll be a really close game. Lose uh, – at OSU, lose OU, and then from ISU down to Baylor, we're going to go on a massive run. People are going to be really depressed going to the ISU game, and then by the end of the season, we're just going to be out of our minds. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a season of ups and downs. <laughs> uh, what year was that that uh, we ended up like having to win like six or five, four or five late to be bowl eligible? Oh, gosh. That was wasn't was it, that just was that uh, 2017? Is that right? Yeah, I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Though, 20, sure. 2018, we won. 2018. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, there, there it is. Well, yeah, I wouldn't like how we got to eight and four. Yeah, uh, I, I probably wouldn't take eight and four right now, but you know what? I wouldn't be mad mm-hmm. at eight and four, especially if they included a win over Iowa State. Um, who do you have in the Big 12 championship game? Got OU, UT, and I've got OU. Uh, winning that. Okay, and then, uh, you know, when Blitz Month started, it was looking like there was next to no chance that the Big 12 would be back next year in their 10-team format. Uh, It's been a wild month. Where are you currently sitting? What do you think the conference looks like uh, next year? Yeah, I think we're still uh, the current 10 teams. I think uh, OU and and UT are content to kind of ride this out a little bit and lessen the amount of money that they'll have to pay. Um, so, and especially considering that they've got an easier path here in the Big 12, <laughs> I don't know how, how quickly they want to rush. They know that they're accepted going into the SEC. They know that's going to happen. So I think now they just kind of bide their time a little bit. Well, I love it. Thank you so much for rocking with us yeah. this blitz Thanks, month, God. Ben. You're the best. Hope to see you here Appreciate you all football season long. Now it is time for the long-awaited uh, – 
appearance for Dylan. Uh, I, I think I tried to call him up first. Dylan's up. We got Joel on deck. We're going to go Trey in the hole. If Trey uh, wants it, I, I don't know. Trey is always in the chat. I don't know if I've ever gotten up here. Trey, I hope tonight is the night you join us. There you are. So we're going Dylan, Joel, then Trey. Dylan, how are you, my friend? And uh, who's going to be the offensive MVP? I'm good. Sorry, I got on like immediately and then I hopped off because my wife was watching Dark Knight. So I, I had to turn it down. Come well, outside now. But uh, well, hey, the my... Dark Knight, I, I don't blame her. She has good taste. Yeah, Skyler is my is my offensive offensive MVP. I have a really hard time going outside of Skyler and Deuce because the ones the guys that I want to choose, no matter Bebe and Malik, I just I just until I see it, I just don't see them having a full healthy season. But I went with Malik just because even though he hasn't seen he hasn't had like the huge numbers when he does play, he is just something else. So I'm going Malik. All right, I love it. Who's your guy on defense? J-Mac. Captain right. of the defense. Enough said. I love it. And you know what? I, I think J-Mac isn't getting probably as much love as he might deserve uh, based on how he started last season. I thought he was really good last season, started getting banged up, and it was an ugly end of the season for J-Mac. But I like where your head's at. Let's flip it down to the young breakout player on offense. We've had a lot of uh, darlings. Who's your guy going to be? I went with Keenan Garber. I, I don't know the roster as well as a lot of you guys, but I know that it, I was I was big time on your side. Like when you were you were all that hearing all that stuff about him not never doing anything on the field of of meaning, and now that we're hearing he actually might be pretty good. I want that to be true because I want to have as many wide receivers as we can because we have we've had about zero for so long. Uh, so yeah, Keenan Garber. I like I like Lawrence kids doing well. Yes, I, I do as well, and I, I've probably never rooted against my own prediction harder than I am for that one. Let's flip it to the defensive side of the ball. Who's going to be your young breakout player on defense? TJ Smith, uh, just hoping for a healthy season, hoping to for him to see a lot of snaps. I I was I thought he was going to be at nickel, but now it sounds like he's going to be at safety, but maybe he'll switch back and forth. I don't know. I don't know that much about football, but uh, I'd like to see him on the field hitting some people. Yeah, and how can you not be rooting for the dude with the nickname the Wasp? Yeah, I mean, we got we got some good nicknames. We got the Wasp. We we got to make and Reggie Stubblefield is super active on Twitter. So Bonehead, start really playing up the Sauce Boss nickname. That's what we're going with. Yep. Absolutely love it. He is the Sauce Boss. Maybe um, Will can make him a Sauce Boss shirt. Oh yes. Then we're gonna have to he figure out royalties. NIL. Yeah, we're going to have to figure some stuff out. So any lawyers out there that want to help us, like, do that above board, please let us know. I love it. Uh, The Sauce Boss, you got J-Mac, Deuce Green. You got a lot of great nicknames on the defense. All right, so who – all right, now it gets to the pendulum game of the year. What's your pendulum game of the year? So I missed most of the the show, but I haven't heard this one. Uh, I'm going with Texas Tech because – I think we're going to go undefeated in the non-con. I know there'll be a couple tough games in there. I don't know that we're going to beat either both of the Oklahoma schools, but I think we're guaranteed to beat Iowa State because they're Iowa State. And then we go to Texas Tech on the road. You know, Tech's not going to be very good, but any any game on the road is going to be tough. If we squeak that one out, we're looking pretty for a couple weeks. I mean, you never know what can happen. Build some momentum. 
and maybe went out. We go to Austin and play for a Big 12 championship. All right. I like it. Where is K-State's record going to be at the end of the year? I really – deep down, it's 9-3. and three, But for this, I'm going 10-2, and two, mainly based on uh, – I'm, I'm thinking – I'm wanting to just say we're only going to lose to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, and we're just going to beat everyone else. Everyone else is going to get their ass kicked. I love it. And, again, I, this is what being a fan is all about. This is what our podcast is all about. This is what Bosco's boys is. I'm assuming you're another person that is putting us in Arlington. Yeah, and, and that was another reason why I went 10-2 and two was because if I went 9-3, and three, I couldn't come up with who else I was going to put against Oklahoma. I guess Oklahoma State, but I, just, I don't really see that either. So I'm going uh, Cats and OU, and OU comes out on top. Hey, whatever. If it gets us to Arlington for a second time, I'll take it. And then finally, what is our conference looking like next season? Is it the same same ten, or are things getting wild? Same as this year. <clears throat> no changes. All right, I love it. the The wait was worth it. Thank you, Dylan. Now it is time for Joel. Then we're gonna have Trey. Then we're gonna have Cody. Joel, my friend, another one of our uh, summer MVPs. How are you doing tonight? And who is going to be your offensive MVP? Oh, it's a lovely night. Um, I think I'm going to have to stick with uh, my guy, Skylar Thompson. He's a beast. I see him in the Ville sometimes and make him mad. So uh, he's going to carry us all the way to, I don't know, wherever we go. I love it. All right, outside of Skylar and outside of Deuce, who's your guy on offense? Who's going to be the third horseman? I think it's uh, Dracadia Wright. He hasn't gotten a lot of love, but I feel like he's been taking care of his chickens and his mentals, and he's there now. All right, there we go. All right, who's going to be your defensive MVP? It's got to be – I'm going to say Boom Massey. We need a big year out of the DN spot. Dude, I would love – I would love it to be Boom Massey, another great nickname. Also, why why are some of the coaches sometimes calling him Bronson? Boom all the time. That goes for you also in the media. Just call him Boom all the time. All right, so let's get to our young breakout players. Are you going with Mr. Jercadia, right, since you had him as your third horseman of the offensive MVP race? You got to. That two-headed dragon to deuce and then the power punch of Jercadia, right, it'd be absolutely disgusting, and I don't know who would want to stand in front of that guy. I wouldn't. I mean, just let me get out of the way. Who's going to be your defensive young breakout player? Um, Man, I'm going to say... Hopefully it's TJ Smith. That way Ross Elder never sees the field. <laughs> I'm sure Ross tries very hard, but I agree with you. I don't want to see him playing a lot of snaps this season. All right, let's get down to the pendulum game of the year. What is it? I think the pendulum game of the year, it's always hard to go to Stillwater and win. And as much as I hate going down there, I got to give it to them. Um, yeah, so definitely Oklahoma State. All right, and what's your record going to be? All right, well, I'm kind of with Grant, with all these people saying 10-2 and two or tripping. Um, it, I think we're going to be close around the 8-4, and 7-5 and five range. All right, and then is there going to be any change in who we're playing in conference play next season, or is it the same guys? Dude, give me San Diego State next year in that brand-new stinking stadium. Give me Memphis. We could play Monty Bates in basketball, too. That'd be sweet. Um, give me Cincy. All right. Three three new teams? Not yeah, going to go uh, for fourth? Who would be my fourth? Give me um, – dude, it, it'll be UCF if, if it is, but, God, I hate them. Um, 
Boise. All right. There you go. Thank you, Joel. Another one of our great people who've been hopping on with us all summer long on Spotify, Green Room. <laughs> We're going live all season. Grant, what do you want to say? I'm going to run through these questions now. You ready for this shit? No, because you're doing the prediction show for next Monday. Oh, these shit. Are, these are all in the prediction show. Oh, I'm desperate to get up there. Well, let me say one thing. Let me say one thing. Yes, yes. And this, is directed, this is directed straight at Joel. Joel, Uh-oh. my baby, you misread me. I said 10 and 2, people are tripping. 10 and 2, 10 and 2. You know why they're tripping? Because we're going to go 11 and 2. People are forgetting about our Fiesta Bowl champs. We're going to finish fifth in the final AP poll. Actually, if we, if, we go, if we go 10 and 2, wouldn't it be 10 and 3, assuming we lose to Oklahoma? And also, it wouldn't be no because yes. we're going three and zero. We're going three and zero in non-con. We're going to go eight and or seven and two. That gets us to ten and two, and then we go to the Big Twelve Championship, win that shit because we're beating OU in well, the Big we, Twelve title. So then, do you have us going to the playoff? No, I don't. Well, our our bowl playing is the Sugar Bowl. So come on, man. All right. Well, whatever. We're going eleven <laughs> and two. We're getting eleven wins. I don't know. I'm pissed. That I can't run through these questions, but you're right. I'll do it would be, with and you, also and be, we will get drunk. Also, it would be 12-2 and two based on what you're saying. But, yes, we have – 12-2. and two. We have the full predictions episode. I'm sorry, Grant, for screwing things up. So, now we got Trey, my guy Trey, who's been in the chat all summer long. Finally got him up here. Then we're going to go Cody, and then we are going to go Brian. Brian, I just sent you an invite. Come up here. You're in the hole. But first, we got my dude, Trey. Trey, how are you doing? Welcome to the live show. Is this your first time that I've gotten you talking? Yeah, actually. Why have you, why have you wait, made me wait so long to hear, hear those silky tones? You've been in the chat all <laughs> summer long. Why'd you make me wait, Trey? I've been multitasking quite a bit. Okay. So. Yeah. I, I love That's a good funny. multitasker, so I'll, I'll give you a pass. Uh, let, let's get into this. Who's your offensive MVP? I'm with you guys on this one. Uh, you guys are Skyler believers, and I have to agree with that. I think he's our best player, even better than Deuce. I think he's just way better than a lot of people give him credit for, especially K-State fan base. So I'm ready for him to have a really good year. I love it. I love it. All right, who's going to be your third horseman behind him and Deuce? It's got to be Malik. He has to break out. If he stays healthy, he'll have a really good year, but... That's a big if. Leak for six, baby. I love it. Who's going to be your defensive MVP? J-Mac. I think super senior, his leadership is going to play a big role in how well he does. All right. Who's going to be your young offensive breakthrough player of the year? Joe Irvin is his name, right? Oh, yeah. Speedy Joe. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good things about him. I think him and Deuce are going to be – really really good and hard to stop so like we just move deuce the slot and have Irwin and like run back like i don't know who's gonna want to be like face that no i hear you and also uh with all the jmac love throughout the show i've had the oklahoma game from last year on in the background on mute jmac had that monster hit that created the fumble uh, i'm feeling all the jmac love right now so i love it <laughs> who's gonna be your young defensive breakout player I'm going to go with Matlack simply because he's my cousin. So, Oh, shit. Uh, Got to give I, him some love. You're going to have to give me all the inside scoop. You're going to have to slide in the DMs a little bit more, especially before those uh, 
you know, game preview episodes so I look uh, smart for the for a change. Doesn't happen too often. Yeah, I'll try um, to help you out there. Yeah, yeah, please do. So, what what do you have? Uh, you know, cousin of Matlack. What do you have as the pendulum game of the year? Uh, I'm not worried about Stanford and Hofstra going to the game, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, Nevada, I'm with Grant on this one. I don't think they're all that. I mean, yeah, they're returning a lot, but they're in the Mountain West. Who cares? You know, that's my. Anyway, so anyways, it's Oklahoma State. I got to go them. I think we'll start 3-0 and non-con. And Oklahoma State, I, we always struggle in Stillwater, like someone else said. And I think that's – I don't think they're going to be very good, but we just seem to struggle. And I think if we win that without momentum going to Oklahoma, that's going to be huge. And I'll, I'll definitely go to that game. Awesome. I love it. So what do you have K-State's record being? Well, first off, fuck Oklahoma or Iowa State. Yes, they're gonna go. Trey, where have you been? Where have you <laughs> been all summer? They're gonna go like six and four, seven five. They're so overrated; it hurts. And we'll beat them bad. And we'll go ten and two. I'm not. I'm not trying to ride off the waves of of everyone else, but I really think we'll have a really good year. I love it. I love all the 10-2 energy. Is that going to be good enough to get us to Arlington? Yeah. Oklahoma, Who are we we're going to play playing? Oklahoma. Do we get it done? I think we'll lose to them in Manhattan, but we will beat them in Arlington. All right. <laughs> this is why I love this podcast. And then uh, do you have any shakeups for the conference next season? Or are we running it back with the 10? Yeah, we're running it back. Same 10. I, I love it. Attic- had add some more teams like UCF and others. Well, I love it. Thank you for hopping on, Trey. I wish you wouldn't have waited this long. We're going Brian. <laughs> we're going Cody. Then we're going with Rob in Kentucky. You are in the hole. Brian, how are you doing today, and who's your offensive MVP? I'm, <clears throat> I'm doing good. I think uh, offensive MVP this year is probably going to be uh, Joe Irvin. Well, okay, so is that going beyond Skyler and Deuce, or is he going to be your third horseman? Um, you know, I think he's going to be a little more dynamic and I think he's going to bring something different that the team desperately needs this season other than what we've had, you know, with Deuce um, last year. Well, I love that. I love it a lot. Uh, Josh, I see you requesting to come up. I will get you up uh, in due time. Um, All right. So who is going to be your defensive MVP? Uh, I'm going with uh, Timmy Horn on this one. I think just all the, you know, the fact that he was voted a team captain, I think that's just – I'm really excited what he's going to do this year. All right. I like it. I like it. Who's going to be your young offensive breakout player of the year? Uh, can I do Joe Irvin again for this one? Or... Yes, you can. Okay. I think I'll just go with him because I think he's going to be big time. All right. Who's going to be your defensive young breakout player of the year? Uh, this one's a little tougher because I kind of was thinking TJ Smith earlier, but then I kind of want to go someone maybe on the D-line. But uh, I'll stick with TJ Smith. All righty, and then we are going to go to Pendulum Game of the Year. Who do you got? Uh, I think it's Oklahoma State. I just think even if we maybe struggle in non-con a little, a little bit, you know, we can still right the ship with Oklahoma State going to conference play. So I think it's Oklahoma State. Good deal. And then what's your record? I was going 10-2, and 
losing to Oklahoma, and then we'll probably like drop one to like West Virginia or Baylor late in the season. But I think we get uh, Oklahoma back in the conference championship game. So I love it. All sorts of K State fans predicting a Big Twelve championship. You can only hear that here on Bosco's Voice. Any shakeup to the conference, or are we running it back with this ten next year? I think it's going to be the same ten next year, but I think there'll be some movement after after next season. All right, good deal. Thank you for coming on. We got Cody up. Uh, I tried to get Rob on deck, but Josh desperately wants on. So Josh is on deck. So we're going to go Cody, Josh, and then uh, we're going to – Rob, I'm going to hey, try Scott. to get you. How are you doing? Josh, who are you? Uh, I'm, I'm just some kid who really likes football. You know what I mean? What, what teams do you follow, Josh? Um, um, I follow the Bills, and I like Notre Dame. Okay, no, sorry, bud. I'm I'm removing you. I don't want any Notre Dame or Bills, folks. No, I don't trust you, Josh. Josh, you scare me. I might come back to you at the end of the night, but I, I don't like the vibes you're giving off. Uh, so we're going to get in with Cody. Rob, uh, you're on deck if you want to come up. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Um, but, Nick, you're going to be in the hole. Josh, I might come back to you. I, you just got to gotta earn my trust a little bit more. So we're going to go to Cody. Cody, who's going to be your offensive MVP? Uh, I got to go Skylar Thompson here. You know, everybody, you got uh, Malik, you got Matter Bebe, but somebody's got to be getting them the ball. So, Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, who is going to be your third horseman uh, behind Skylar and Deuce? Uh, the newcomer, Matter Bebe. I think he's like poised it. for a big year. I agree with you 100%. Um, all right, so who's going to be your defensive MVP? Um, I'm going to echo what Brian said, uh, Timmy Horn. I think he uh, I think he shows up and, like you said, just got to be named the captain. I think that speaks volumes. I think people will rally around him. I think he's going to be a leader on that defense. I Honestly, I, I've gone from kind of trying to temper my expectations for Timmy Horn all the way to, like, almost being ready to change my defensive MVP vote, uh, pick in the Bosco's Boys prediction show dropping next Monday to Timmy Horn. So stay tuned for that one because um, I'm buying into all the hype. So let's get into offensive young breakout player of the year. Who do you have? It's got to be Keenan Garber for me. You know, a lot of the guys that we have out wide are more possession receivers. They're not explosive. If he can take the top off that defense – while they're focused on Malik, while they're focused on the slot and Brooks and Matter Bebe, you know, he could get some explosive plays and really rack up some yards. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. Who's going to be your defensive young player of the year? Probably the Wasp. I don't know. I just – I like the way he plays. Dude, I do too. I, I think that if they don't change the targeting rule, I think in his K-State career, he's probably going to get ejected three or four times, but he, he just has that old school football feel. Absolutely. All right. So what is your pendulum game of the year? Uh, Oklahoma state, you know, it's right there towards the beginning of big 12 play. You know, they're one of the middle of the line teams in the big 12. They beat them. They know they can have confidence to beat the other you know, middle-of-the-line teams, they're not going to have to be worried about the Techs and the Baylors coming up and stinging them. But So I think it's going to be Oklahoma State. All right. Where do you have the K-State record going, or going to be? 
Are you buying into the latest 10 and two buzz that the boneheads are doing? Or are you going to go a little bit more measured? I'm, I'm going to dial it back a little bit. I think there's six games on the schedule between Nevada, Oklahoma state, Oklahoma, Texas, TCU, and Iowa state between those six. I think they win two or three of them. I mean, that's a gauntlet of a schedule between those six teams, I believe. And, and if they go in two or three and then take care of business on the others, I'd say go eight and four. You know, that, that's probably a responsible take, uh, even though I was really getting hyped with all the 10 and two and Big 12 championships being predicted. But who do you have playing in Arlington in December for the Big 12 championship? I'm going to go TCU and, tech and uh, OU. Oh, we got a TCU, uh, Gary Patterson bounce back here. I think so, yeah. Um, I don't know why. I think Max Dugan's a little bit overrated, but I think he's a solid quarterback. But, you know, Patterson's always got a good defense down there. I think they surprised some people this year. I love it. I love it. And then uh, any uh, predictions? Is there going to be shakeup in the conference next year? Are we going to run it back at least one more year with this 10? I think we're going to run it back. I wouldn't mind getting um, a couple teams out east to come in, maybe land some of that fertile uh, recruiting ground that Florida has in UCF and USF, get some kids to come up here and say, hey, we go back to your state twice a year to play. That might be nice. But but other than that, yeah, I think we're running it back with these 10. I love it, Cody. Thank you for coming in. And uh pronounce your last name for for me because i'm pretty sure you guys are the top family of bosco's boys fans i think there's quite a few stein laggies maybe i'm doing that right i don't know i think there's quite a few that listen so i just want to pronounce your last name right i'm sure i just butchered it stein loggy stein loggy okay i think there's quite a few of you who are listening the stein loggies are my favorite family in all of bonehead nation so thank you for popping on i'm going to invite uh, Derek up on stage. Derek, uh, just give us any sort of tidbits you might be hearing that you're willing to share with the Boneheads. Um, your episode, your Blitz Week episode is dropping on Friday, so everyone's going to hear your predictions, so don't give me any of those. Give us any tidbits, and then I want to give a shout-out to Nick, Rob, and Michael. I think that I have invited you all up to come on stage to give your predictions, would love to get you guys up here. Um, please accept. Uh, Grant, I'll accept you. Um, otherwise, Derek, give us any sort of non-premium nuggets while I kind of do a final call out on Twitter for any other boneheads who want to join us. Um, Nick, I tried to accept you. I don't know why I'm not getting you up on stage. We're going to figure it out, Nick. I promise. You might need to log off and log back on. I tried to accept you. Um, but, yeah, Derek, just give us any non-premium uh, bites that you're willing to share with the folks. With the football team? Uh, anything anything you want, I just need to be able to Rob, – <laughs> Rob, you're saying you can't come up on your Android. I think we got that fixed, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. I thought we got it fixed. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, just give us any, any sort of takes that you'd like. Talk a little louder, man. Good God. Oh, I'm not a loud speaker. There you you're, go. You're very mean. No, I, I would say that I'm pretty optimistic the closer we get to the season. And 
I do believe that the biggest question mark is still linebacker on the defensive side of the ball, but it's interesting that beyond Daniel Green and Cody Fletcher, we'll probably see Nick Allen and Austin Moore the most. Uh, so that'll be a work in progress, and that's, that's what makes me concerned with the Big 12 schedule to start, just because it still seems a little early on in the season to be relying on a defense that may not have I may not have the most confidence in. And I guess what intrigues me the most about the offense, is I think they're going to have a top three offense in the Big 12, personally, at least from an efficiency standpoint. The volume might not be there just because of the number of possessions. But I'm in, intrigued or curious to see the wide receiver rotation the most, I think. I think that's really the only mystery that kind of remains on that side of the ball. At quarterback, you know who, who you got. At running back, you know you got Deuce and Joe Irvin's probably next up. The offensive line, you, you pretty well know who's going to be the guys there. Tight ends going to be Wheeler, Lenners, and Amater Bebe. The wide receivers, well, we don't know. We don't because Sebastian Taylor is definitely going to be on a pitch count of sorts at wide receiver. Phil Brooks has his role. Malik Knowles has his role. What? How, how does everyone else get used? Where does you know Tyron Howell fit in? Where does Keenan Garber fit in? Where does even Landry Weber fit in? So, I think I'm more curious to see just how wide receiver unfolds because it's pretty surprising or I guess pretty unknown still how that's going to uh, unwind itself. Someone did ask about Keenan Gaskin. I, I think he's probably the discussion perhaps for the uh, second wave of linebackers, but I really think it's going to be Nick Allen and Austin Moore. I know they also discussed, you know, Wayne Jones and uh, Ryan Hennington, a linebacker, but I think they're just going to be the, Nichols and when they go to the heavier defensive package. Well, uh, good. It, it is interesting. All the, the buzz around Wayne Jones playing linebacker, 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 when really it's just sounding like it is this specific package where he's a linebacker nickel hybrid. Um, that was something that kind of dominated some of the talk in the off season. That's turning out to be maybe a little less, uh, crazy than uh, when it, we we all originally were talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I still don't feel the most comfortable with it. Um, and it'll be interesting. I'm really, you know, I'll be curious to see what Nick Allen and Austin Moore look like. I mean, it's easy to be critical of those guys being the choices, and I understand that. Nick Allen was a former walk-on. Austin Moore still is a walk-on, I'm sure, but we also haven't seen them play. So I'm, I guess I'm intrigued to see what they have to offer before I'm going to pass, you know, complete judgment on it, other than calling it, you know, probably easily the biggest question mark on on that side of the ball, probably on the team at this point, other than maybe special teams, uh, just because Coach Kleiman just hasn't really been revealing much of who's going to kick, who's going to punt. Who's going to kick off? He, he's, he still says about three or four different names. There was that one point where he was saying Ty Zender could do all three, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. All right. Um, so I we, we had a few folks pop in. We had Jeff. We had Wyatt. I'm still desperately trying to get Nick on because Nick has been one of our best, uh, you know, live show folks ever. Let me – hold on, Nick. I, I want – I want to try to make you a host. I, w- I want Nick up on stage. We got Ryan coming in. Nick, until I give up on this room, I'm going to try to get you up here. But now we got Ryan. 
Uh, Ryan has been a great listener. He's popped in here a few times, so it's time to get him to go on the record. My good friend Ryan Moss, someone who I love talking to on the Twitter DMs. How are you doing this evening? Give me your offensive MVP. Oh, I'm doing great this evening. Um, it's got to be Skyler. And if not Skyler, I'm going to go with a dark horse. I'm jumping in late. Maybe this name's already been said, but I'm, I think Philip Brooks could be interesting this year just to add a little bit more to the offense from the slot. I love it. Who do you have on defense? Um, you stole mine earlier. I like Echo Boydo. I think teams are going to try to go away from Brents and end up uh, throwing some balls in the hands of Echo Boydo. And I think once he gets the ball in his hands, he's taking it back for six. Okay, um, next one up, who's going to be your young offensive breakout player of the year? Does Phillip Brooks still count, or has he no, uh, I, I exhausted think, that with his I think special since, teams? Yeah, I think I think with his special teams, and oh my – I'm so glad I finally got Nick up here. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut <laughs> you off. been trying to get Nick up all night. But okay, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to – I'm not going to let Phillip Brooks – and even then, I think he's being shown as a junior eligibility on the K-State roster. So I think that kind of makes him ineligible. Who's your next guy up there? I'd go Sammy Wheeler. I know there's been a lot of talk about Amater Bebe, but I, uh, I just I've, I've liked what little bit we've seen from a healthy Sammy Wheeler. I love it. I love it. All right, who do you got on defense? I think T.J. Smith or T. Denson. It's gonna. There's there's just a lot of upperclassmen on the defense on the two deep right now. There's not a whole lot of sophomores that can or freshmen even that can make a difference. Yes, and I, it's probably a good thing seeing that we did, especially in that secondary, have that exodus. I think Kleiman and Co. are going to have to uh, pull out some transfers out of the hat in the secondary this offseason as well. Uh, but, I, but I like both T. Denson and T.J. Smith. I think, uh, I think those are going to be the guys in the running for it when we do our predictions episode a little bit later. All right, what is your pendulum game of the year? I – I got Oklahoma State for the same reason everybody says Stanford to start the year. I think that the Big 12 season is just more important. Uh, I don't want to start 0-3 if we lose to Oklahoma State and then we stare Oklahoma and Iowa State right in the barrel. That's not a good situation to be in. Nope, I, I agree with you. What is our record? I, I've got 9-3. and three. I'd love to say 10-2, and two, but I just don't see that being realistic. So I, I'd back off to a realistic 9-3. and three. Ryan, I wish you would have been in here a little earlier because we had quite a few 10 and twos and a, quite a few K-State, uh, you know, championship game appearances being predicted. So I wish you would have been in here a little earlier, but we'll let you off the hook with the nine and three. Then finally, are we going to run it back with the same 10 teams in the Big 12 next year? Is there going to be a conference shakeup for the Cats? No, I'd love, I'd love some excitement and uh, figure out what, realignment's going to look like but i think it's going to be the boring 10 teams everybody hating ou and texas and we might see some other teams announce that they're going to a different conference which is worrisome but maybe we'll be one of those that already has a an eye on a landing spot and a, what a, a traditional power five is right now yep well i love it thank you for hopping on ryan uh, glad we got you on here. And now it's time for the guy I've never worked harder to get him accepted to get up here. And you know what? I think you left the room and you came back. So, Rob, maybe try that again. I don't know. You have an Android. It's a little weird. So uh, we're going with Nick. Nick, first off, how are you doing? And who's going to be your offensive MVP? 
Uh, first off, I'm uh, doing well. Um, stopped in the middle of mowing for, you know, priorities. Go Boneheads. And, oh, uh, dude, you're my MVP. You're my MVP. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, we just want to say, trying to give you some love, the Bosco Boys love, um, on the 1012 network. But it slipped my mind that you already have a host network, so... Uh, don't mind that me slipping on there a little bit. Hey, but, um, hey, you know what? Maybe you need to start your own K State podcast, and then I can put a good word in with Philip over at the Ten Twelve for you. You know, I, I sent a message over there and uh, just kind of see what he's been looking for. You know, but uh, we'll see. Uh, I would appreciate that. Um, so my offensive uh, MVP, obviously Skyler, but can't pick that. Um, I think it's going to be Malik Knowles. I think uh, he's going to have a spectacular year. I've been on the Malik train all summer, and I, I just think he's going to have a uh, breakout year. So, I love it. Who's going to be your defensive MVP? Uh, team captain, J-Mac. Um, I think that's going to blossom him into a fine, fine defensive star. All right. Who's going to be your young offensive breakout player of the year? I want to see Joe Irvin uh, take the load off of Deuce, uh, put Deuce out in the uh, slot and get some catches there. But I think Joe is going to be that one-two punch. Um, I think he's going to get some carries, and uh, he's going to have some breakout uh, runs. Especially if he's truly playing at 21 miles an hour. Who's going to be your guy on defense, the young breakout player of the year? Uh, TJ Smith, man. Um, Just been like what I've been seeing. So, yep. All right, and then what's your pendulum game going to be? Uh, Nevada. I mean, I think we'll get we'll get by Stanford, and we'll be set up two and zero against Nevada, and it it could go either way. So. All right, and then what's your record going to be? Are are you going to give in to that run of folks that we had going ten and two, or are you going to go something that someone might perceive as more realistic? What is the great Nick thinking right now? I think we're going to go ten and two. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I, just so that my thought process, I think we are going to trip up against Nevada, but we'll beat Oklahoma and Oklahoma state and Iowa state and trip up against either TCU or like West Virginia or somebody. And then, uh, yeah. All right. And then I assume that has us in the big 12 championship, especially if the one loss might be uh, versus Nevada. Do we beat Oklahoma or who else is in the big 12 championship game? Yes, we are. It's a rematch after we beat Oklahoma. So it's a rematch in Arlington. Do we win it? Yes. All right. Another big 12 championship prediction. I love it. Is there going to be any shakeup or are we running it back with the 10 teams? We're running it back. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma doesn't want to do that. Doesn't want to do the buyout. So um, another year. I love it. Thanks for hopping on, Nick. You can get back to mowing if you want, but I appreciate your dedication. You get my MVP of the night. Now we're going to bring up Jackson Schneider out at Junction City. We've had a lot of Blue Jay love tonight. You can hear him, I think, calling all the Blue Jay athletic events out there. Jackson, how are you doing tonight? And what's your prediction for uh, MVP of the offense? Uh, well, first off, I'm good. And I, I'm glad I hopped in in time. I was worried I missed it. So I'm glad I got to sneak in here towards the end. But offensive MVP, I'm going to go with Noah Johnson because I feel like the offensive line doesn't get enough love. And they're kind of the, the most important part that doesn't get talked about near enough because if they don't perform, then no one else can. So I'm going to go with Noah Johnson 
uh, just as the leader of that whole unit. And then defensive MVP, I'm going to give some love to uh, my hometown, some Lawrence folks. But Echo Boydo, I'm going to go with him on the outside, uh, just kind of just to step up even bigger than he did last year. I love it. I love it. Who do you have as an offensive, a young offensive breakthrough player over the year? We've been saying freshman or sophomore classification who's yet to really make an impact on the field. Uh, I, I have to go DJ Giddens. I'm buying all of the Kool-Aid and all the stock I can on that um, just because I got to watch him go off last year for 30 touchdowns and in a pass-heavy spread offense even. So uh, I think the hype is real, and I think K-State got a steal in him. Uh, and then defensively, does Timmy Horn count as a young breakout player? Since no, he he's a super senior. Okay. I didn't, I didn't think so, but <laughs> – he would be my pick for uh, a breakout guy, I guess. But um, I think, hmm, I'll go with TJ Smith probably just because there seems to be a ton of buzz around the Wasp, pun intended, there. Um, and then what else do we have? I can't quite yep. remember all so, the questions. So, so, so then it's going to be pendulum game of the year. What's going to swing the season one way or the other? Oh, it's uh, for me. It's Stanford. Uh, I know it's weird to have a pendulum game that early, but considering how last year ended and everything going on this off season, I feel like it, there's no bigger game, or there hasn't been a bigger game to start a season like this in a really long time. And, and I mean, if K State wins it, then I mean that sets them up for a, a huge year. So. I'm going to go with that one because if they lose it, then I think all, all the hype that's been building kind of gets lost uh, right away, and you can't can't really afford that. All right, so I'm a little nervous to ask this one because I think as I outed you the last time you were on the show, you're a KU graduate. So what do you predict K-State's record to be? I, I still – I am I mean, I, I feel like I'm pretty even-keeled in that. Like I'm a KU grad, but I grew up a K-State fan. So, like, I feel like I'm right in the middle. Oh, I'm just giving you shit. My mom was the baby Jayhawk, so I don't hate on KU as much as I think most people want me to, so I, I just like giving you trouble. And then, well, I mean, just I think the potential to go 9-3 and three is there, but I'll go 8-4 and four on the safe side just because there'll probably be a game in there that I think K-State should probably win that they'll end up kind of having a rough one just because that seems to kind of always be how it goes but the potential is definitely there for nine and three but you can stamp me in at eight and four and then the big 12 championship as much as i hate it i'm gonna go ou in texas and then ou will win it okay is there gonna be any shake up to the big 12 is or are the same 10 running it back next year oh i'll say there'll be a little shake up i think ou in texas will find a way to get out and it'll be an eight-team conference for a year, so that'll be pretty boring but weird. So I'll go with that. That'll be freaking wild. I like it. And then we'll, we'll give a bonus question to you as uh, I think the only KU grad who's popped in. I think the over-under, the Vegas over-under for KU is set right at one. Are they going over that one this year? Uh, I'm going to give them the over. I'm going to go with two and ten. I think they'll get they'll get South Dakota – and then they'll either sneak up and get Duke or beat Texas Tech. And those are my two possible wins. So if they don't win one of those two, then they won't hit it. But I'll, I'll, I'll go with the over on that for KU. 
I've been low-key picking KU over Tech in a couple uh, uh, Big 12 interviews I've done and a couple group chats I'm in, so I'm right there with you. Jackson, thank you for hopping on, my friend. I hope you can make it in uh, to some of these other live shows throughout the year. And, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be keeping my ear out for you calling some of those Junction City sporting events this fall and winter. So I appreciate you, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Keep going yeah. and uh, putting out some good stuff. Yep, thank you. All right, um, we're going to go at least uh, – we'll go at least until 8.35 if anyone else new pops in. Anybody who hasn't been a part of the Blitz Month predictions that wants to, please request to hop up. We'll get you on here. I'm going to get over to Grant. Grant, you've been doing some of these other interviews. What's been your favorite question that you've been asking during Blitz Month? I like the pendulum question a lot. It's interesting to see where people put weight on different games. Um, there's been a lot of interesting questions, or I mean answers and answers that I both agree and disagree with, but people have kind of changed my perspective on some certain games. I um, did. That's probably my favorite one. Derek had a nice answer, yes. But I won't, I won't peel the curtain back on that because he's got his own special show. Yes, it is dropping on – Friday and I'm pumped to listen. I, I queued it up. I try not to ever listen before it publishes. Um, I invited Mr. Flanders on here because we oh, let that's him, a bad idea. No, let, let him speak uh, because he had his own show. He, he dropped some basketball knowledge on that as well. I just want to give Grant a little platform. Give us one or two basketball tidbits just because you're here. Uh, you know, I actually saw Coach Lowry out in on points last Friday when I was uh, picking up some pizzas while I was in town for a buddy's 30th birthday, I was chatting with him. And when I left my little five minute chat with Chris Lowry, I was thinking K-State's going to finish fifth or sixth in the big 12. Uh, you talked to him a little bit more than me. Are there any new basketball tidbits you want to drop on the show tonight? Uh, shouts to coach Lowry. You know, I love him. Uh, and I love you, Scotty. Thank you for having me on the green room. Finally, in here, it's been, you know, I've never been on this. And I realized, like, this is, like, my new favorite thing. Like, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, I, I can be a fan on these green room things, I feel like, at least in the chats. But I will, you know, try to be as professional as I can on air because, you know, that's what I have to do. But I will say, uh, if you, if you want to know about any tidbits, go to KSO and you'll get all of them. But I'll give you a few. Celta Miguel, you know, he got back a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's he he's an interesting situation. We don't really have much on him as far as that goes. But uh, I really do think he's going to be someone. Did Grant drop or did I drop? Oh, he definitely dropped. Oh, freaking hell. Right when he we think we're him. getting a tidbit from Grant, it's gone. <laughs> he did it on of, purpose. This of is course. I'm back. Am I back? Like, oh, You're he's back, back now. Lando, drop the tidbits. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. Like, I was having so much fun in that chat. My heart's racing now, guys. Rock hard tidbits. I'm nervous. God. Um, so, yeah. No. Uh Carlton Lingard might be a guy that steps up off the bench this year. That's I mean that's something I think Maximus Edwards uh, is someone they really think could be a you know a four uh, uh, 
you know, a big four, or I should say a small four, small ball four. Obviously, I'm a little lit right now, too, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, like, like you, you tell me, Scott, you read all my shit. Come on. No, I, I, yeah, I put you, I put you on the spot. You were just trying to have a little fun. Yeah. You're just trying to have a little fun. You know, I, I'll let you lose. <laughs> but, but again, I would say everyone get, get over to case online. And this is, this is what I'm going to say after, after just a quick little chat with Chris Lowry uh, and uh, reading everything, I straight up think that Davion Bradford is going to be a monster this upcoming season for rest of his eligibility. Well, uh, but I can speak oh, on that. Ahead. There you go. There you go. That's a great one. Thank you for reminding me. Like, it just it slipped out of my mind because of all this great stuff going on in this chat, you know. But Davion Bradford, Nigel Pack, they're going to be better. They're going to be better. And uh, I really do want you to continue, though. Tell me what Lowry had to say. Nope, that's, that's all I have because my guy Joey is in the house, and we're going to get Joey's Blitz Month predictions. Joey didn't know if he was going to make it in. I love it that you made it in. So I got to ask you, Joey, how are you doing tonight? And who's your offensive MVP? I'm doing great. Uh, I just finished up a round of uh, nine holes. And I think Daniel Imater Bebe is going to be the offensive MVP of the Kansas State Wildcats this year. I love it. Who do you have on defense? I have, uh, shoot, who do I have on defense? I've got that, I've got that note. Uh, hold on. I've got to find Yeah, out. you even tweeted it out. Come on, Joey. Ah, uh, shoot. You're putting me on the spot. So I have on defense, it's going to be Reggie the Legend Stubblefield. Stubbs himself. So, so, so I, I think it was Cole Hager who came up with it. Uh, we're going with the Sauce Boss as his new nickname instead of I'm Stubby all the it. Legend. So I'm all for it. We're, we're, going, we're, going, we're going the Sauce Boss for Mr. Stubblefield from here on out. All right, so who do you have as your young offensive breakthrough player of the year? My young offensive breakthrough player of the year is going to be Keenan Garber. I think he's been very well hyped in this offseason, and I think he's got, a, he's got a lot to deliver. So I'm looking forward to him. All right, who is going to be your uh, – wait, did I do offense? Sorry. I, you did I, offense. I, okay, defense. Sorry, I had a bunch of texts coming through, and then Chauncey <laughs> was biting at my ankle. Because I won't let him chew sticks. I'm the worst dog dad ever. Defense is going to be T. Denson. Love his swagger. I think he's going to be great. Perfect. All right. And then who are we – or what is the pendulum game of the year going to be? I think pendulum game is Okie State. Um, I think it's just the most the most meaningful game. Just knowing that the way I have the record set up in the schedules and everything that I did um, – Oklahoma State, I've got them going the distance and going like eight and four. So I think that's a pendulum game because either team could go eight and four, nine and three, either way. All right. What do you have as K State's final record? Nine and three. Nine and three. Is that going to be enough to get us to Arlington? If not, who's playing in Arlington? I think Arlington, and I hate this so much, it's going to be Oklahoma and Iowa State. I hate it too, Joey, but I love you, so burn, I'll burn forgive you. No, I, I I forgive you, Joey. And then is there going to be any shakeup to the conference next year? Is the 10 running it back, or is there going to be something wild? I think the 10 are going to run it back. I, I think 
it's going to take a lot of money and a lot of lawsuits to get Texas and Oklahoma out of the conference even before 2025. So I think next year we're going to have to deal with another lame duck, lame, lame duck year. I think 2023 might be the first season uh, without Texas and Oklahoma. Well, I love it. Thank you for hopping on, Joey, and thanks for letting me put you on the spot, even though you tweeted it out. You've been another one of our great off-season summer uh, members of the Green Room Gang. I love it. Uh, I'm going to actually I'm gonna throw it to Chef because Chef has been another great one. Chef, say whatever you want before we kind of wrap up the first ever uh, Green Room Bonehead Prediction Extravaganza, unless Derek Young's trying to get in here and say something. Get in there, D.Y. I'm just booing you. No, this is like a war of Ohio turf right here. Hey man, you know how it is. He 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 wants to claim Ohio, but I'm I'm the first Ohio cat. I'm the first Ohio cat. That's yeah, true, but I'll never go back. You're coming back for the West Virginia game. We're all staying at my house. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> I stay in Pittsburgh when I go to that game. Well, you're staying in Columbus this time. We'll see. We'll see. But right, do you I'm have anything steal- to say, Chef? Meet me at the cathead. Well, I mean, I was gonna go until eight forty because I did out. I did a tweet just in case anyone late wanted to come in. But uh, honestly, this is gonna be our longest. Some, give one. me some rapid fire questions, Scott. That yeah, are give it a up. part of Blitzweek. Okay, so I'm gonna give you non. I'm gonna give you non Blitzweek questions since I haven't been participating in the KSO, uh, you know, live chat. So he, here, here's one. Over under 0.5 touchdowns for Jax, the Seawolf Deneen this year. So does he get to pay dirt for the first time in his K-State career this year? I think that's an easy over. That's an easy over. I think he's going to get some carries this season. I mean, I think he's going to get carries. I think he's going to get passes. I would – Honestly, I might, you know, combust from just ejaculating so hard if he's going to just pay you. Ejaculating. Yeah, yeah imagine yeah. if he, like, just trucks over uh, Mr. Ray Lewis in Lawrence. Oh, I'd lose it. Okay, so so we're going to keep it with the kind of Lawrence theme over under uh, 1.5 interceptions for Echo Boydo. Over. Under. Well, okay, uh, I, this I isn't he... Chef. This is for Derek. <laughs> I think it's over because I, I think he's going to be the one that's challenged this year. I think they'll stay away from Julius Brent, and I think they'll challenge Echo more than they did last year. And that means more – that obviously means more interceptions, more opportunities for interceptions because he just didn't get the ball last year at all. I think he'll have some chances this season with Julius Brent on the other side. King of the awesome. castle. King of the castle. Whoa! Okay. Uh, hey, uh, I, I saw. I saw. Uh, <laughs> so I saw. Fun. I saw Mr. Mitch Reamer in the chat. I just uh, asked you to come up if you want to give your Blitz Week uh, or Blitz Month predictions. Otherwise, I'll keep going. No, he can't. All right, Chef, you can do. You can do them too. But you said under on that one. So here, my my next over under is this over under. Two and a half games played by Jake Rubley this season. Two and a half for Jake Rubley. I under. think I know. All right. Way under. Okay. Over, He's under. He's transferring. All right. I, well, well just chill out. I don't think so. Uh, all right. But here, here's the next one. Over, under, uh, four and a half games played for Will Howard, a.k.a. does Will Howard burn his red shirt? Chef, you give yours first. Then we'll let Derek answer with some intelligence. <laughs> what was the question? Sorry. Over under four and a half games played for Will Howard. 
over. I mean, heavy over. They've got a package ready for him. D.Y. knows. I'm not at practice, but, I mean, he's physically developed to the point where he can handle the load running the ball. And yeah, take on, it off of Chef, you're not, you're not paying attention. Under Skyler for you. Heisman. Under. Okay, Sky- then we got Grant. We're losing control. Derek, <laughs> what, do you, what do you have? This one's tough, I'll be honest. But I, I actually am leaning more towards the under just because of the, I guess, tenor of the answers that we're starting to hear from the coaching staff in regards to when we ask about Will Howard. They, I mean, it was almost like a certainty that he was going to play a decent amount back in the spring. And they've kind of pumped the brakes on it a little bit throughout fall camp. So I think that they have less certainty on it. Look, he he still played last season too, so he could play play just four games in redshirt. I'm not sure that it'll matter at the end of the day. I don't know if he's going to stay in school for six years, so to speak. So, I, I so I don't think it'll matter. But I do think I would lean towards the under, assuming you know the health is does not become a factor. Okay, so the final one, and then we're going to let Grant drop his uh, catchphrase, and we're going to call it a night for the first ever Boneheads prediction extravaganza. Over under nine and a half wins for Iowa State and over under one win for KU. Uh, so KU is one, the over under? Yeah. I actually will go over just because, I like, the talent – they're a mess. Let's let's be honest. We everyone knows that, but it's it's a competent coaching staff to the point where they can steal a game here and there. I mean, Les Miles almost beat Texas two years ago. So, you know, anything can freaking happen in, in college football. And now that they have a staff, they kind of, I mean, they're up against it, but they at least have organization, a structure, and and they know what they're doing. Um, it, whether or not that'll be successful enough remains to be seen, but they can win more than a game. And so I would lean towards the over. I would probably put money on that. Um, and then is it nine and a half for Iowa State? Nine and a half for Iowa State. Uh, to me, that's under. And, and I, you guys love my answers lately when it comes to Iowa State. And I'll say it right now, too, and people will love it again. But I just – I'm unable to give them the amount of respect that they possibly deserve. I just refuse to do so. Like their the, their best season in school history came when some when some Pac-12 and Big Ten schools played like five games. Like I, like I can't honor that. I can't respect that. I'm not going to give them credit for that. Um, you're going to have to do it again for me to completely respect you as a program of that level, especially when I'm not buying into Brock Purdy still. I think he's a pretty good quarterback, but I don't think he's Joe Montana. Like, and I never, and I don't know if I ever will. Like, I actually think he's kind of a detriment to Iowa State just a little bit. Now, obviously he's better than a lot of other quarterbacks that have gone through that program, but he's still, I think the reason sometimes that they falter a little bit on the offensive side of the ball, their defense is pretty good just because I think that's where they are the best well coached and that's what I like about them the most is that on that side of the ball but at the end of the day I think offensively you know there's gonna be games where I think there are almost gonna be one-dimensional just because I don't believe in Brock Purdy and I don't believe in Iowa State and have a hard time respecting them and and I think they're going to be less of a winning program than they were a year ago well perfect Grant I wish you would have retweeted that because it is over the first ever boneheads prediction extravaganza is over we have been going for an hour and 42 minutes it's going to be one of our longest shows of all time uh 
Grant, you can say anything you want and then also give us the catchphrase and then uh, we're going to call it a night. Love this family we've created. Love all the questions. Love all the people that were in the chat tonight and had the courage and bravery to step up on stage and give your opinions. Thanks for the KSO boys to come on. Cole didn't make the stage. That's Cold Man Beck, but that's okay. He's well, a shy young man. I didn't offer him up here because he just had his Blitz month. Uh, I don't think he wait. wants to anyways. However, time out. Chris just showed up. Chris, rapid fire. Chris, I just invited you up here. You could be the last one. Grant, say meet me at the cat head. And meet me at the go. cat head. All right, Chris, we're going rapid fire because you've been another summer MVP, so you have to have them all fast. Who's your offensive MVP? I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with uh, – let's go with Malik Knowles. Okay, who's your defensive MVP? Uh, uh, McPherson. Who's going to be your young offensive breakthrough player of the year? Let's go with Joe Irvin. Who's going to be your young defensive player of the year? Or breakout, T- whatever. TJ Smith. I love it. All right, what's your pendulum game of the year? Oklahoma State. What is K-State's record? 10-2. and two. Oh, are we playing in Arlington? Uh-oh. Chris, are we playing in Arlington, Chris? Oh, no. Oh, we lost, Chris. Okay. In the, well, chat, in the chat, he said we are. Okay, perfect. Well, I love you, Chris. I'm glad we got you up here because you've been another great summer person. Folks, we're going live every Wednesday on Spotify Green Room. Next week, we're going to be talking about the K-State Sanford game. Uh, we love you guys. Grant said meet me at the cat head. It is going down all season long. We love Spotify Green Room, and we love you guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.